If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. We now return to The Mike Calter Show on 102.5 The Bone. Seven fifteen on the Mike Calvin show. Man walks down the street, he says, "Why am I soft in the middle now?" If you Why go to our Instagram right now at the Mike Calvin show, I just put up in the stories what you should not do if you need work on your air conditioner. <laughs> you should call superheatandair dot com because Super Galvin and Papap Heat and Air didn't. Did, I mean, he got the job done, but the OSHA violations were just oh, awful. Yeah. Some danger. Yeah. Uh, superheatandair.com will get your home as cold as it needs to be this summer. And I don't know what's going on with this weather pattern, but it's been a hundred and holy F degrees in the last couple of days. And we usually get afternoon summer thunderstorms, which uh, even the newspaper wrote about today, the Tampa Bay Times, we have not gotten them. We're in a, a little bit of a weather spin and it has been ridiculously hot. The reason why it's so cold in here is because it's so hot outside that the air in the house is kicking on and it's crushing this room. We're freezing. But that's good. Much better than being hot. And superheatandair.com install that AC and they could do one for you. And if you're uh, thinking about getting one, but you don't have the cash right now, don't worry. You got no payments and no interest for 18 months. Go to their website today, superheatandair.com. You could schedule online and you tell them you heard about it on this show. You want to use the company that we trust superheatandair.com. Now this song, you know this song? Sure, yeah. I watched a uh, tribute to Paul Simon last night that the Grammys had uh, that was a special that was on some time ago and I just taped it and I watched it last night. And they had various artists doing Paul Simon songs. And Paul Simon at the end said, this is the greatest thing ever because as a songwriter, you're writing songs for other people to perform most of the time, and you hope that they do uh, a great job. He's like, and here I am seeing all these great songs tonight. Uh, who would be good to do uh, Call Me Al? That song that I was just playing there. Uh, I would think that like uh, Ed Sheeran would be good. <laughs> yes. Uh, maybe a Jason Mraz. I will tell you the person that did it is someone I traditionally do not like, and it completely turned me around, and I'm starting to become a fan. Missy Elliott. <laughs> Love Missy Elliott. I like Missy Elliott. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yo, you can call me Al. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it was an orchestra, not an orchestra, but it was a full band, including some backup singers and some dancers and some other people. And it was Dave Matthews. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah, he would be great at it. Though. Dave Matthews came out with that acoustic guitar, and he played. Now look, don't get mad at me, Dave Matthews weirdos that follow him around and go to nine million shows. I've seen him live. I know he's good. I, I, you know, I like the early stuff, but I forget that he's on stage with a gazillion players at all times. He was, he was into it. He was dancing. I was like, God damn, this guy's fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, I really, uh, I really liked it. So, um, well, they're showing something on TV that I got to talk about too. 
uh, it was fun to watch, and uh, I like the tribute to all of the like all different people singing the songs. I thought that was pretty cool. That's got you got to feel pretty accomplished if you've written forty years worth or fifty years worth of songs, and uh, all artists from new artists to old artists to all sing it. But I I, ne- I never understood. Like we all know, I had a big falling out in my career with one person. I've been fired a couple of times, and I'm still the guy who fired me from CBS, Mike Collada, who who really didn't fire me but took me off the air is still today one of my best friends uh, you know ever that I trust and go to and I would I would even go so far as to say I love that guy. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, I am, <laughs> Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Look, he's on a lot what? more for me than you have. Uh, <laughs> oh. uh there's uh people that I I get along with that have uh Tommy Chuck who runs the iHeart building who uh, I never worked with or for him but I know him and he's a great guy. Um you know there's there's people that that I like there's just one guy in my career that I don't like. Spanish. <laughs> I think you know who it is. Yeah. Kind of cross eyed. And kinda. I'm kinda, working on it. Kind of cross eyed a little bit. And um if I, I like here's my point, and I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to relate to that. My point is is that Paul Simon did a, a concert years ago in Central Park. I want to say it was in the nineties. And it was I mean there was a gazillion people there in Central Park to watch Paul Simon, a a man of Free New concert. York. A free country, yeah. yeah. But a man of New York singing his his songs and all this stuff. And I thought, and there is a sad Art Garfunkel sitting in his penthouse somewhere overlooking Central Park going, I'm, I'm right here, Paul. I'm mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Don't you need the harmonies? It would blow people's minds if he said, hey, this next song I'd like to bring out an old friend. And Art came out and was, hello, darkness. Oh, yeah. It yeah. would blow people's minds. But he didn't do it. And I never wondered why. And then uh, when I was watching this thing, this is still 20 years after that, and he's on stage getting all this love. He had to, at some point, acknowledge Garfunkel and say, yes, I wrote a lot of these songs. I've been a, a great solo artist for a majority of my career, but the music that I made with art, and art comes out, hello, darkness, my old friend, it would, it would have taken it, but they must hate each other. Well, but also, you look at it and you go, wow, Simon and Garfunkel had so many great songs, and then they split up. In who had a career? Paul Garfunkel Simon. had a career. It's just not name yeah. one song. That's the thing. But I mean, like he tore. He played Emily Arena. I remember. Like Garfunkel, he he's not destitute. You but, know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm saying he did Simon yeah. Garfunkel songs. But he also Paul was. Simon, Paul no, Simon had so many songs. No, but after Gar- Simon and Garfunkel, I, Garfunkel has a career too, but it's just not as successful as as uh, Paul Simon. That's what I'm Simon. saying. Yeah. Paul Simon was huge. Garfunkel, I you could put a gun to my head uh-huh. and say you were going to kill everyone in the room if I don't name a Garfunkel song. And I'm sorry to say, you guys are dead. <laughs> you guys Did are you spell dead. Garfunkel. It was never Garfunkel and Simon. No, it was all Simon and Garfunkel. Because it doesn't sound as good. Uh-huh. That's why. Do you Listen, know this song? Top billing. <laughs> Do you know this one? Me personally. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. Oh, wait, 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 you probably know. This. Do you ever see those uh, two girls? They're a comedy duo and they go by Garfunkel and Oates. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> he did have one hit song. He did have one song. I haven't song. heard it yet. That's not his song, though. Listen, I'm not saying that he's not any good. No, 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 he's he's got a great voice. He had great harmonies and stuff. But you realize 
Oh, that's why yeah. Paul Simon. Yeah. He's such a prolific writer. He was so good. He had so many hit songs after Simon and Garfunkel. It's just like Sting. That's it's just like Sting. The police were great. Stuart Copeland's one of my favorite drummers of all time. But you realize who the powerhouse main guy was in the police. It was Sting. Sting. And so did he. And that's why he goes, oh, I'm going to go ahead and go solo. Yep. I can still do police songs Desert and do Rose. my own stuff. Yeah. You know what, though? Even Sting, who didn't need it, toured with the police in the in the yeah. 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, he was course. like, I'm going to give the fans what I want. He didn't hate the police. Yeah. Simon must hate Garfunkel. I would imagine, yeah. I know. I mean, he and Paul yeah. Simon just loaded It's like when song. John Frusciante left oh, the Chili Peppers. Stop. Don't even mention it's John true. Frusciante John and the Chili Peppers thought... in the same vein as Simon and Garfunkel. I mean, he wrote some great acoustic stuff. Nowhere near as good as the Chili Peppers. Who is this? Garfunkel? No. This is Simon. You know what? This is John Vershani. <laughs> so many songs. Yeah. By the way, name one John Vershani song. Oh, I Exactly. But he uh, sold, I mean, he sold records. Yeah. I just okay. had a thing from Ticketmaster for Shanti and Garfunkel. Oh, I would go to that. You'd be the only one there. I, You'd be the only I one don't there. think that's true. Uh, you know, speaking of Sting and speaking of uh, people doing the songs and doing tribute stuff, whatever, I don't know if it was Kennedy Center or what it was uh, that they were honoring Sting. But uh, Bruno Mars came out and did a couple of uh, police songs. Yeah. Sounded great. Bruno Mars can do anything, though. He's, I mean, he really, it yeah. was really, really good. He's one of those just super artists. You know? Kind of like whenever Zeppelin, they had Zeppelin and uh, Ann Wilson came out and sang and she <laughs> made great. them cry. Yeah. yeah. J- Jason Bonham on drums and they had the whole choir and stuff. Yeah, it was great. I don't know why Simon and Garfunkel hate each other, but uh, clearly they do. Because well, it, it may not be Paul Simon. Paul Simon may be asking and Garfunkel's like, shut up, Simon. I'm not coming out. <laughs> According to Google, the riff first started when Paul Simon started recording solo stuff. Oh, yeah. And he didn't tell Art that yeah. he was recording solo stuff behind his back. And since he was the main songwriter of Simon and Garfunkel, that kind of leveraged Art out of having any like sure. power. Yeah. Because he was recording behind his back. But also, Paul Simon seems like a bit of a curmudgeon. You know what I mean? Like, remember, he got to, he was married to Edith Burkell for a while, yeah, and they he got still is, a drunk fight. No, I don't think so. They didn't, it's so funny. They didn't get in a drunk fight. They got they were at their kid's baseball game, and they got in an argument, but because they were famous. He, he, I remember reading the article. He's like, we had a husband and wife argument, and because we're famous, it made the news like we were beating each other up. Sounds better, drunk fight. Yeah, drunk fight. Drunk fight's a great band, Little Paul too. Simon, all yeah. man, doing <laughs> stuff. Uh, spouses, let's see. Edith uh, was good, too. They he are was still Carrie married. Fisher, wasn't he? They yeah. are still married. Yeah. Oh, I thought they got divorced. I thought that was like a whole big. Was he married thing. to Carrie Fisher in the seventies, or were they dating? Uh, no, he was married to her. He was married yeah. to her for uh, for uh, one year. Oh. In fact, that was um, who? Oh, it was uh, Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling uh, met Carrie Fisher. I think it was on the Tonight Show whenever he was hosting. Right. And uh, and uh, she said, you know, this and that, and where they were going to go out, whatever. And he goes, and I never heard for her. <laughs> and the next thing I heard, she was married to Paul Simon. <laughs> That's funny. I wonder why bands don't do live from Central Park shows anymore. It's they do. It's it's hard because you know you gotta you think of how much money that costs to put on. Yeah, and sweep out all the homeless and, and yeah. stuff. I guess. <laughs> yeah, they do. They still do. It's just it's uh, one of those things. Like they use that pit a lot. That right. that shell. But when it's a big artist like that, that's attracting a lot of people. 
I mean, that's a lot that goes into that. Like, I yeah, mean, Garth, Garth Brooks did one, I think. Oh, he did? Yeah. Uh, didn't they have a uh, big thing in the park with, uh, was it Springsteen? After COVID, I think they did a big yeah. multi-artist concert. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's just, you got to imagine anything you do in New York, because not only is it uh, more expensive for everything, but uh, you have to use different unions. You have to use yeah. a stage union, a workers union, a sound union. It's and also, it seems chefs. like you're inconveniencing everyone. That, you know, is like, hey, I don't care about your concert. Right. I need to get through the park. Yeah. <laughs> it just seemed like a cool thing to do back when, you know, oh, bands sure. were doing it, you know? It's, it, I got to tell you, it's it's either a New York-based artist or New York-New Jersey-based artist or somebody who's so big. Right. That's one of those things. That, and then I did a Central Park. It's kind of like, you know, just to say you did it. I can't imagine sitting in Central Park uh, to see any band, like being in the park all day on a blanket, waiting for the show to start. And yeah. once it starts... Now I have three hours ahead of me that I still have to stand there. I'm just miserable. Yeah, I also don't want to be around that many people. I just yeah. don't. I just don't like to be. It's not like I'm, uh, you know, have any kind of social anxiety. I just know that that many people means idiots are going to start fighting or mm-hmm. shooting or doing something dumb. And I'm just like, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. No, no, thanks. I'm very happy watching these on uh, Palladio, whatever the channel is called now, where yeah. you can see it in 4K Ultra and you could watch it in the air conditioning. All right, uh, we've got to get to news. Let's do that right now with Calvin. And now, news with Calvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news brought to you by Pelt Shoes. If you are looking for the Hey Dudes, you are in luck because right now all Hey Dudes are 25% off at every Pelt's location. They're doing it for the big Father's Day fix. If you uh, want to get a present for your father, it is Sunday is Father's Day, so you can get into Pelt Shoes and get him some Hey Dudes for 25% off. If you need some shoes or anybody needs shoes, you can get those at uh, Pelt's as well. They have casual, athletic, work boots, sandals, uh, whatever kind of style or brand you're looking for, they have them right there in pelts in stock. You don't have to wait around for shipping or anything. And you're going to make sure you get the perfect fit because not only do they have the pelt shoe fit experts, but they're from the future. They have the new 3D scanner that scans and measures your feet to give you the perfect fit on any shoe. So they're stop just, in there, get the deals. You know what they're doing. They're just gathering our information so they can have all our feet sizes. <laughs> yeah. That's what everybody always says. They just want our feet sizes. Mm, they just picture, want our eye colors. Taking pictures of your yeah. feet. <laughs> uh, but you can get great deals at Pelt Shoes. Pelt Shoes, get them at Pelts. There you go. So uh, what, what I have to figure out. I have to get my father something good for Father's Day. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I, I will tell you that the uh, the propaganda machine got me because I got my Father's Day a Father's Day card. And then I was looking around and I fa- saw a Father's Day card from a dog. Oh. So my dad, who just recently got a new dog from the Humane Society up there, Lucy, I got him a card from Lucy. <laughs> adorable. Yeah. But, you know, there's another. By the way, the uh, I bought my wife an anniversary card the other day, and it was like $8. Oh, yeah. Cards oh, got expensive. Yeah. For a card? Yeah. yeah. Publix? No, it was at Walmart. Oh, and I yeah. like I, I went to scan it because I apparently I do my own groceries at Walmart. Yeah. Uh, but I went to scan it, and it wouldn't scan. So the lady came over, and she punched it up, and it was like 8 or $9. And I go, well, that can't be right. And huh. she goes... Yeah, and showed me the thing, and I went, Jesus Christ, all right, I uh, guess so. That cards got expensive. Um, I don't know I don't know what to get my father. I have to find, like, I'm just running out of ideas uh, of what to get him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I can't buy him. 
Macaroni the, necklace. No, no. Well, you are. My father gonna, will eat it. You, <laughs> you are going to be a Charcoat Tactical. That uh, was my thing. I've gotten him so many guns and bullets and all that other stuff over the years. I don't much? know that he needs another one. Yeah, yeah. maybe uh, uh, some type of experience yeah. somewhere. My father doesn't want it. He's seventy three years old. He wants experience his living room. I know you do. You could have a uh, uh, superheat and air run a hose over to his uh, house, and he won't <laughs> have to play, pay for AC. How <laughs> uh, we could possibly do? I don't know. I got to figure out something. So it's not a matter of like. I can't come up. I want to try and think of something cool, and I just don't know what that is. I don't know. Uh, what about uh, you see any uh, certain types of foods or snacks yeah, or anything? And, and I've likes? done that too. Like I yeah. sent them a, a lobster package one year. You know, like the live lobsters. I got my wife uh, some licorice. She loves black licorice. At licorice dot com. Yeah, I, I almost did that. I the saw day. the ad, and my wife loves that. So I got her. Uh, it's like a gift pack, and it had a big thing of black licorice, strawberry licorice, and then a mix like assorted stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's Australian. I don't know is Australian good licorice. I have I no know. idea. But I gotta tell you, it's like pieces like that big. And I tried one of the strawberry ones. It's delicious. I'm not yeah. even a big licorice guy, but uh, it was like good flavor. I am though. But my problem is, there's no way I'm eating one. Yeah, oh, you know, no. I mean, that whole container. Yeah. And that can't be good for you, right? Nah. No, I think yeah. that's just like sticky sugar. It's in your appendix. Yeah. 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 It just all stays in your body for years. There is a um, there is a uh, slime making factory in this house at all times. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I, I just I grabbed my daughter the other day and go, how many goddamn bags of slime do we need in the mm. house? Different colors. Never enough. Like, hey, you said Lucy, and it made me think my cat Lucy. I, don't, I haven't seen that cat oh, in some Jesus. time. Does it uh, still yeah. live here? Mm. I don't, I don't know. You I want me, want me to the... find her? I'm allergic to cats, so yeah. whenever I walk in, they'll come right <laughs> yeah. over to me. I was just thinking, I haven't. I haven't seen her in the morning when I go to the bathroom and fill up my water. Joe? No, I have not. Oh, Joe boy. leaves the door open a lot. No, I yeah, don't. That is Finally. true. That's not yeah. when he goes pees. Yeah. yeah. No. I oh. only go. I go out the back door in the garage. The cat's uh, not in the garage. You, you, let the the dogs, garage. you let the dogs out the main back door. That just reminded me. I forgot to buy a Powerball ticket because I told my wife. My wife loves cats. And I I don't like cats. I, I don't dislike cats. I'm allergic you don't to cats. Want yeah. yeah. And, but I told her, I said, if we ever win the Powerball, you can have a cat barn on the property. Where <laughs> you a bunch out, of cats. Yeah, you can go out there. There's just a bunch of cats out there. I just don't want to deal with well, them. Well, you're in luck because the next drawing is Saturday at $366 million. Roll over. Yep. Nice. No uh, if I win, yeah. I will also buy your wife a cat barn. Okay. okay. Yeah, I like cat it. farm. Uh, so 42 migrants arrived in downtown Los Angeles on Wednesday afternoon after a nearly 24-hour bus ride from... Texas. 24 hours. Geez. Yeah, where Governor Greg Abbott called their removal a much-needed relief for his state. Texas small border towns remain overwhelmed and overrun by thousands of people illegally crossing into Texas from Mexico because of President Biden's refusal to secure the border, he said in a statement. Abbott said that the uh, Los Angeles Los Angeles is a uh, major city that migrants seek to go to and that Texas would continue to provide what he called this much-needed relief until Biden secures the border. You know, I, I think these ideas of sending them to Martha's Vineyard and all those things was a really good idea, but when you listen to people debate and talk about it, you realize that they're using human beings as pawns for oh, political yeah. thing. And it's, yeah. it's so sad. But these these people are like, hey, look, you put me on a Greyhound bus, gave me some snacks. <laughs> I got to sleep without having to worry about anything. Was air conditioning snacks? in here? Snacks? Uh, yeah. They get a phone? No, I'm talking about on the bus, on the bus ride. Oh. Then they what? get to wherever they're going, and they're like, this is still way better than Guadalajara yeah. was. I'm, I'm pretty good here. And I would imagine if I snuck in through Mexico, like through Texas, whatever, I'd want to be as far away from that border yeah. as possible. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. If I'm up in Los Angeles, I'm like, that yeah. wasn't me. How would yeah. I get, get all the way up here? I don't know why Texas is going so cheap with the buses. If you want to really spend some money, you fly 
Museum. Yeah, right. Tomorrow's right. Vineyard. Yeah. yeah, I see you really blow some cash. That's right, Gio. <laughs> USA, USA, USA. This cheap ass bus ride. Yeah. Fly him like Ronnie D does. Abbott. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you may have seen this video. It's pretty crazy. An argumentative Orlando police officer was fired after authorities say he fled from a traffic stop at his police cruiser. Seminole County deputies say Officer Alexander Shawnee uh, was on his way to work at Orlando Police Department around 12.15 p.m. when he was caught doing 80 miles per hour in a 45-mile-per-hour zone. Deputies say they had to drive over 90 miles per hour to catch up to the officer as he blew past them. After several attempts to stop the officer, deputies pulled alongside Shawnee's cruiser, and this happened. We have this audio so and video on Boat TV. Take a listen and look at this. Here we go. You going to pull over? Please say a command. Pull over. Three one thirteen to three thirteen. What? Do you? I am going into work, my man. Why are you trying to pull me over as I'm going? Because you're work? going eighty and a forty-five. I am going into work. Okay, where are you going? What does to it work look for? like I am dressed for? I have. What no does it look like I am dressed for? My name is Deputy Hilton, and they see your driver's license. No. <laughs> okay. Three one thirteen. Copy at ten fifty. The guy gets back in his car and just drives away. Yeah. Ten four. I got a city odd. Orlando PD taking off from a traffic stop. Uh, it's going to be X-ray Fox Rod 6207, XF 6207. <laughs> Refuse to stop. I mean... Can you do that? Can a police officer so, sure. pull over another police oh, officer? Oh, absolutely. Sure, sure. Okay. So you've got a county going against city. Cops. Right, yes. Yeah. Right, and uh, I, I often wonder if a St. Pete or Clearwater police car can pull me over in Hillsborough County if I'm on the, like on the veterans, I see a lot of them traveling and I go, I wonder if they have the Their authority to pull me over. Yeah. yeah, and all that type of stuff. Like if you're a Clearwater City cop, do you have jurisdiction to pull me over for speeding? At a, at a, even if it's just like a questionable speed? I always thought they could not. I don't right. know, but I mean, I would imagine if I'm going 110 miles an hour and endangering lives, right. they probably are allowed They're to still do a something. Police yeah. officer, yeah. So. But I don't know what the jurisdiction is. And, uh, and I don't know how often cops are pulling over other cops but it also seems like county is messing with city here a little bit but also the guy whipping through a residential neighborhood doing 80 miles an hour for no reason with no but also, lights but what if he had his lights on because when he pulls when he's pulling him over in the video his lights are flashing well yeah, i can was, tell you carmen that there is a good uh quite a few minutes of them following this guy and going after him and when he went past he did not have his lights on but, uh, okay. yeah, because that video starts whenever he actually gets him pulled over. But there's a few minutes of him following this guy, trying to get him to pull over. Yeah, I want to know what the end result was. So did they did they go get him at the uh, station or wherever he was Well, going? deputies easily identified the officer via his badge and his personal cruiser number. Uh, so he was charged with reckless driving, fleeing or eluding police with lights and <laughs> sirens active, and resisting an officer without violence. His bond was set at $9,000. Oh. In a statement, uh, the Orlando Police Department said that officer Officer Shawnee has been relieved of deputy pending the Seminole County Sheriff's criminal investigation and OPD's internal affairs investigation. Do we know that? So 
you don't. That guy probably didn't want this guy to lose his job. No, not at all. I, I, you know, uh, you go, okay, nerd, stop pulling over other cops. But right. he was probably like, hey, man, you can't be doing eighty and a forty-five in my area. And if this guy wasn't a dick when he was like, no, I'm not good with you. I don't know. Because if he got out, he went like, hey, dude, I live here. You're you can't. It's bad for the look for the city. Just slow down. And this right. guy would have been like, all right, thanks, and got in the car and be like, jerk off. Yeah, I but know. I gotta tell you, he punks him out because he's like, you gonna give me your license? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Unless this officer, the Orlando PD guy, has a history, I can't believe he lost his job and this guy right. would even pull. He, I mean, but th- there has to be stopped he hard enough. He committed a bunch of crimes on film. So what? But <laughs> Spanish, think about this. If this guy's acting like this to another officer, yeah. imagine how he's acting to right. people. Yeah. If he has a history, he has to it's have... hard to deny it. But if he doesn't have a history, you just lost what could be a great officer. That's not, you know, he, but it's not a great officer. He was going double the speed limit Above in a residential area. Yeah. Everybody he does refused that. to cooperate everybody with a fellow. Speeds, everybody speeds. Listen, I don't, I, I don't go 80 and a 40. And if I do, and I, re- you know, I don't. And if I realize I do, I go, hey, I can't, I can't do that. But this guy is doing it with authority, like he's allowed to do it. And when he gets pulled over, he resists arrest. He flees the officer. I mean, he's he, 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 he basically here's the job. Here's the thing. There's no arguing this. We don't know. This guy may be the best cop in the world, yeah. and this was one bad day, or he's been doing this forever. Uh, he you know what I mean? So we don't know. I just feel like perks of the job. You know what I mean? Like perks every, of the job every job is not is perks. committing a crime. Every job is uh, perks. Excuse Everybody's you, Biden. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that, listen that me. perks of the job, right? Yeah. None, none of those things have been proven to be a crime, or the, whatever you want to assume. This cop, he, he has like no good excuse. He's like, oh, I'm just going to work. Yeah. <laughs> like, if he had like a really good reason or something, but like he didn't even give a good reason why he's it's, doing. It's 90s. so funny that you're arguing this like like it should be okay. Whereas if this cop was exercising or abusing his power and it affected you, you would be the opposite. I don't think so. I mean, listen, I've had plenty of experiences with cops since I was a kid, and I've never felt. Like, I never feel like any cop should lose his job, especially over speeding in a residential yeah, I area. Don't, I don't People think speed you, all the time. I, it wasn't him losing his job because he was speeding. It was him speeding. It was him refusing to cooperate with an officer. It was him fleeing the scene of a crime. What I do don't you, know how you're blowing that off with your dumb face. You're going to make a face. Like, yeah, I, he what happens, five crimes. What happens to this guy if he's not a cop? Then he, he goes to jail. Yeah. So he lost his job. He's not going to. Well, no, he may go to jail. The whatever. perk of the job but, is him getting pulled over and not getting a ticket, and this cop saying, "Hey, yeah, you slow, slow down. down. That's yeah, a no perk problem. of the job." Yeah, him fleeing and and uh, you know chasing away from this guy is committing more crimes. I mean, he, he he the perk is gone already. Also, if he pulls up and this is not a cop, they they draw their weapons. They get, yeah. it's oh, complete yeah. chaos. He gets, yeah. If he gets yeah. out of his opposed, car like that, yeah. and everything, yeah, and says like, "Hey, man, what the hell are you doing?" <laughs> Uh, A Florida black bear was captured at Tampa International Airport on Wednesday. Airport officials say uh, said a TSA employee spotted the bear walking alongside the airport perimeter fence near Hillsborough Avenue late Tuesday. The worker reported it to the Hillsborough County Aviation Authority and the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. They immediately set up a trap to capture the bear. Officials kept an eye on the bear overnight and found it sleeping inside the airport's perimeter. On Wednesday morning, FWC tried to tranquilize the bear twice but failed, but they eventually uh, trapped the uh, bear. It was captured. Uh, I think they should keep it on the property and call it Airport Bear and let it no. live there. I think that'd be so adorable. I got to tell you, what is going on with all these bears? Al? You, you know, know what's going on? They're cutting down the woods and they have no place yeah. to live. Yeah, yeah. and of cocaine. Oh God, I like and cocaine. cocaine and that one bear found the beach, and the other yeah. bear's like, "I want to go to the beach." Yeah, so now yeah. they're all, they're all watching bear TikTok, seeing that that bear flail flail out in the yeah. water. They're like, "I want to have fun," cocaine. and they tried to go fly to. 
They tried to fly up north to the panhandle to go to that beach. That's why he's at the airport. Just last weekend, I was in Sarasota, and we heard, like, helicopters uh, really close flying around at night. Come to find out, there was a bear on, like, one of the major highways just walking around. And we're like, you know, but that's scary with, like, dogs and stuff like that. I I gotta tell you, I I worry about bears all the time, throwing the garbage. When I go, if I rent a house in the mountains or something, or, like, when I went to... um, Tahoe, they were like, you have to take the garbage, you have to put it in here, you have to put it on the lid on, you have to cover the lid. I go, why? Bungee like, cord. Yeah, the bears. I go, the bear. So now I'm out in the middle of the night in the snow trying to throw the garbage, and I'm waiting to hear, oh, like, yeah. oh, boy. And Scary. then you try and run, and you yeah. just can't yeah, run in the snow. Uh, and, oh, no way. Or you man. try, you're like, am I supposed to yell at it or play <laughs> yeah. dead? What, like, what are you, it. black bear yeah. or you brown bear? Yeah. I can't tell. It's nighttime. <laughs> they should have put that bear on an airplane and sent it to Martha's Vineyard. Oh, yeah. I agree. <laughs> nice. oh, right. well, Don't put a bear on a plane. It wasn't dark enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a cell phone. Uh, due to the Bud Light boycotts, America's top-selling beer is no longer American-made. <gasps> what? The new number one beer in America is Modelo Especial out of Mexico. Uh, that may be a loss for America, but do your research. Yeah, but Bud, Light's, Bud Light's been owned by InBev for the last couple of years. It's in Germany. Bud Light's parent company, Anheuser-Busch, doesn't mind because it's the parent company of Modelo. Modelo. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah, it's, it's so funny to me. Um, the, like all those people who are like uh, jumping on the Coors Light bandwagon. Coors yeah. Light's been like the big pride sponsor, and it just it it makes me laugh. Uh, I I watched these uh, the debate last night on whether or not this is good. I'm telling you right now, the reason that this woman, this marketing woman, said that they went after uh, Dylan Mulvaney and tried to reach out to new audiences because they fear that in the coming years, Bud Light is a dying breed. It's it's a uh, it's a beer that. You know, it has been an American staple for so long, but now these young kids are moving on to different types of craft uh, beers. Craft beers and and yeah, so and they said they wanted to get away from the frat uh, right. mentality. Right. Of, yeah. I heard some other uh, radio hosts saying the other day, uh, Bud Light knew, should have known they were wrong. Their target audience is uh, old redneck men. And I went, well, yeah, maybe that's why they did. They're trying not to target that one audience of redneck guys and frat. I, I also noticed for some reason uh, a lot of hot chicks on Instagram that pose like pose at the club or a concert are also holding a Bud Light. So the audience may have just shifted, but I don't think anybody thought Bud Light was going to be the king of beers forever but, with all the, the all the beers that are in the market now. But instead of getting away from that frat mentality, own it. If that's your market, just own it. You know I what I mean? Like college kids Yeah, but love college to party. kids are usually also not 21. And, but uh, there are probably not but there are 21 year old college kids. Right, but it's it's not the group. It's it's the same thing with us. We we will take anyone that wants to listen to the show, but our target audience is adults 25 to 54 because that's where advertisers uh, know that those people spend the money and they have the money. So, uh the Bud Light guys that are targeting it towards uh you, what you say college kids, only a lot of those college kids they don't have the money that a guy, you know, uh, a guy who is 25 to 54 who has a career and a family. and a, It's not the same. They're targeting towards the people with the money. Yeah, and they're constantly moving the advertisement to try and get everybody. Yeah, they right. want everybody to drink their beer or whatever. Because think about it. Whenever uh, we were growing up, nobody ever talked about light beer. And then people started worrying about their health and their weight and stuff. So they went light beer and they started doing that. And then you see how many advertisements have people working out, doing stuff, and then rewarding themselves with whatever beer, you know? Do you know why I order a Bud Light instead of a Budweiser when I go to a club or bar, bar or whatever? 
easier to say? No. From <laughs> inundated with commercials from when I was uh, Bud 19. Light. Bud yeah. Light, Bud Light, Bud Light, Bud Light. Yeah. So I just like a Bud Light. You think I'm counting calories all of a sudden when I'm drinking beer? I just say Bud Light because I've been told Bud Light my whole life. Which, that right. was crazy to me the first time I ever drank beer with you because I went to college drinking Natty Light and regular Budweiser. Oh, well, I drank hams in college. Man. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. drink that garbage. And then I saw you order a, yeah, and I saw you order a Bud Light for the first time and I was like, I guess I could order Bud Light. Yeah. I like Budweiser. Uh, so Budweiser, much. we used to call steak in a can. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. That's like, and you drink that with a Guinness, which yeah. is a loaf of bread in oh, a can. Yeah. 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 Fine. Get a Miller High Life going. Mm-hmm. Now we got the champagne of beers. All uh, three. A 62-year-old man in Illinois named Mark DeCara was sleeping recently. Tell me who this story sounds like. Okay, I'm going to read the story. You tell me who this story sounds like. <laughs> okay. So this guy was uh, sleeping recently when he had a dream that someone was breaking into his house. Uh-oh. In real life, he grabbed his three fifty seven Magnum, oh which is at his bedside, and shot at the intruder. So far, it doesn't ring a bell. But there was no intruder. There was It was having a dream. In reality, he shot himself in his oh. leg. Uh, the police were called, and he was taken to the hospital where he was treated and released. But for Mark, it wasn't just his leg he had a problem with. Mark also had a revoked firearm owner oh, identification card. He shot himself in the ding ding. Which allows a gun owner to have firearms in Illinois. So he was charged with possession of a firearm without a valid license and reckless discharge of a firearm, which are both felonies. I would have ditched the gun and I would have been like, it happened in my dream. Oh, prove, prove it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> prove it didn't. The, maybe oh. the bullet in your leg. Yeah, but I didn't do it. It came from my dream. It shot mm. my dream. But That's also, how bullet. do you shoot yourself? Like, even <laughs> if you're dreaming, like you know, normally you would still like shoot forward. Yeah, down. You fumble. Or... Uh, they <laughs> left it out of this story, but I heard the guy yelled, "What do you got?" Before yeah, no. himself it's, like, it's the uh, it's an international warning oh. sign. Yeah. Something, something dangerous is coming. Yep. Uh, they did a survey. What do you think is the magic number to be rich in America? What would you say? I have this amount of money. I'm rich. A million dollars. A million dollars. Yeah, it's so hard to for well, me. Well, it, it, it's uh, assets, which include cash, property, cars, uh, super sweet chains, Hell whatever yeah. you know, <laughs> whatever you might have, whatever. So uh, everything together, what is the amount where you go? All right, I'm rich. Yeah, a million. I, I think it's funny because. Um, you don't. I, I think people think in their minds. Different people have different ideas of what rich is. So it's hard to tell what national average is going to be. Like you and I are the same age. We've got, you know, like like a million dollars in the bank or two million dollars in the bank could make us rich because we got, you know, we're halfway through our lives. You know what I mean? So we could be like, yeah, I got two million dollars. I'm rich. Geo. I know. <laughs> nope. But I mean, uh, you know, my son may not think he's rich because he's like, well, I got to make that last seventy more years. You know, I don't know. I I, I thought I was rich. When I could buy um, stuff on Amazon without telling my wife, mm. like if I without asking first, if I could just order it willy nilly, I'm uh, that's put it put a number on it. So Spanish says a million, Carmen agrees with a million, five million, five million. I, I yeah. would say like you're saying to be worth or to have, like to to have in the bank. No, to be worth the assets, yeah. cash, property, cars. A true I, look. I understand that you're rich, less than this, but I would feel like I was really rich if I had. Uh, Five million in assets, five million in cash, ten million. So ten million. But what do you think the average American would say? I'm going to say two million. (laughs) Two million? Yeah. I I would have said the average American would say five million. Uh, two point two million. Oh, two point two million people uh, say that that with assets and cash and property and everything they consider that to be rich. I just feel like that kind of stuff can go away in a second. You're back to zero. Yeah. You know, you lose your house. You could. 
something happened and you're back to zero. So that doesn't yeah, mean you're rich. you're rich right no, now. No, no, so no. to you, losing that, to me, I can easily live off of that with my, like, it, with my house and my mortgage and everything like that, my car payments, because it's so much less than you. Yeah, but that, like, that's all included, Carmen. That's right. included in there. I, I think that's low. I think that's low. I think, you know, you, listen, you're not... Obviously, there's a lot of people that are living paycheck to paycheck, and there's a, the average median income is still only like $35,000 or something the average, crazy. Right. The average person can't afford a house at the moment. You sure, know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, so, yeah. so that kind of money, $2 million, but 2. you can 2 buy a million, house. I think with your house and your cars and your property and your savings and all that stuff isn't like that outrageous where you go, oh, yeah, you're rich. In I mean, my yeah. mind, no, I you're think... Rich. I've got a million bucks, and I can blow a million bucks. And I still, oh my, you're you know terrible I mean? with money. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the church is brutal. I say I can still, I could, if something goes wrong, I could spend a million dollars, and I still have a million dollars. So it's funny because I'm I'm at the age now where I have to eye retirement, and I we'd say, okay, how much do we need in order to retire? So I I go through my four hundred one k, I go through my assets, I go through whatever investments I have, and I go, we should have this much money. Or more by the time I retire. And then you start going, so, but we have no other income besides Social Security. And that, is that enough? I mean, yeah, we could survive on it, but we're not going to live the lifestyle we live now. So are you happy with that? Therefore, you're not rich. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's the thing that you have to think about. It's all relative to who the person is. The other day I said, um, I always thought Johnny Carson was ridiculously rich because he never wore socks more than once. Now I'm like, I'm buying new socks every month just because that's 20 bucks. We're not talking about being rich either. It's also, 20 bucks. But again, also, Johnny Carson was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, also, but it, Mike, you have to think you're looking at it from your standpoint. You are not the average person. You are an above average American citizen. You know what I mean? I mean, so, yeah. Because you're yeah well, the for how much you everything. make. Right, oh. but, he, yeah, but he's no, also he's also, he's also talking about maintaining his lifestyle. Yeah. Right, yeah. He because now, he's yeah. not average. So right. therefore, yeah. it's a lot harder to maintain that. Where if he lived an average life... Like, but who's working to be average? Uh, there's a of lot of people. Of people. But I, okay, who, I'm are just trying to survive. Right, yeah. but I, I'm not saying that that's the desire. Like, my desire is to work. I could have I could have been... Uh, uh, I could have stayed in New York and been a, a transportation officer or something. I could have been a garbage man. And made a hundred grand with benefits, retired after fifteen years, and live off the city. There, there are things you can do, but you have it. All depends on what you want and out of life. Yeah, and I, how think, long it, which, I think everybody wants to be able to live a beautiful life and have whatever they want and stuff. But there's a lot of people that would be very happy with average that will never reach average. Mm-hmm. But also, you're not a bad guy because you're doing well. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have a lot of friends who are cops who retire after twenty years because the benefits of being a New York cop. And a twenty-year retirement is so good; you don't have to worry. You can move to a cheaper right. market yeah. and live off of your pension for the rest of your life. But to me, I I don't want to just live in a two-bedroom house in my you know. With my, I want to I want to keep doing more. I right, want to travel. Don't I wanna forget do, to add to your social security. We also have a pension. Yeah, I don't understand. I gotta figure that out. I never paid attention to the pension because you had to work here a certain amount of years to get it. And I'm like, I'll never make it there five years or whatever. Now that I'm going on twenty years. I don't, and I, and then they kind of stopped the pension. Yeah, but, but we were already know. vested. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know yet. what's going on. Yeah. Uh, today is National Prune Day. Oh, yeah. Anybody like prunes? Yes. Uh, not bad. Yeah, of course you do, Joe. You need it to be uh, consistent. Keeps I like you regular. Dates. Yeah, well, health experts recommend eating one to two prunes per day. Anybody doing that? No. no. Uh, Nobody's I like doing that. I'll do that like a week. Like uh, one yeah? or two prunes a week. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, like because you can get them dried out, and they're just like giant grapes. I gotta you know be honest I mean? with you. Or giant raisin. I don't know if I've ever had a prune. It's just a giant plum. Giant you raisin. Don't, yeah. You don't understand this, but they're, to you, they're like two giant grapes. To me, they're like two giant saggy balls. Yeah, yeah that's kind of what they look like. Right, but I mean, they keep you regular. They're good for your health. So if you just go to the <laughs> store and you have a bag of them, and they sit up and they're like sitting in your cupboard, every time I open it and I see it, I'm like, mm, and I just grab it and I'll just <laughs> eat it like with my other fruit. I'm gonna eat one. Yep. I'm gonna find out now because I think I did when I was a kid. Like a prune. Yeah. Yeah, Like I said, they're just giant raisins. (laughs) I was shocked. I read an article from the NIH the other day that said the average person in America has one bowel movement every three days. That's That's crazy. That that blew my mind. That's that's, crazy. I'm going three times a day. At least I'm going way more. Three times a day? Yeah. Yeah. I'm one good one a day and maybe two. But three, if Two. I go three times a day, I think I got problems. No, no that's, yeah, that's, you should be going that much. Yeah. Twice I go, a day. I go quite no, a bit. Two, three times, too yeah. Many in, no. What, no, what, yeah. what had they? You what, too many in. The reason why they were talking about, the, why, the reason why they're doing the research is because they're doing a lot of um, uh, poop transplants. So like people that have fecal colon matter, cancers, yeah. yeah, you have to take other people's fecal matter. Then you get the, the biome, you change your biome. So your body can process. So they would take your poop out of your butt and put it in my butt. Yeah, no, yeah pretty well, much. Yeah. What? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Through, through what are they doing? It's a fecal transplant. Yeah. What do you mean? What are they? What? I don't get. I don't, like. What are they doing? You do it because it gets show you later. all of the uh, stuff that's in yeah. your fecal matter. Right. It helps with your. It helps with your. Uh, Digestion, digestive yeah. system and the way you go to the bathroom yeah. and everything. Because what happens, sorry, Carmen, is these people that are not going to the bathroom regularly, they just like you get plaque in your veins or in your teeth, you get plaque in your intestines and your right. small intestines, and that's when you'll get like uh, they should eat uh, prunes. an enema. <laughs> yes. And, well, that sometimes if it's too much, if the plaque is too thick, the prunes don't do anything, so they'll need fecal transplant. I don't believe it. Mm. Eat an extra prune. Yeah, no. Uh, did you? I saw a video that was so funny. It was a bunch of doctors out in front of a hospital. Like, I mean, there was like probably 35, 40 of them. And the lady goes, uh, she goes, what are we? Are, what are we? And they go, doctors. She goes, what do we do? And they go, save lives. And she goes, what's this? And pulls an apple out of her pocket. And they all go, ah! Go and they go running away. It was so funny. Uh, the doctor away. Yeah. <laughs> They're freaking out. Uh, well, we went from being healthy with the prunes to not so healthy. Uh, you know the McFlurry from McDonald's? They I mean, I've heard that. of it. I've never oh, actually yeah. been able to get one. Oh. Uh, well, that's been a uh, very popular thing for McDonald's. Well, now Burger King is looking to emulate the success with a brand new uh, dessert option. It has announced the launch of the BK Blast, which comes in uh, Oreo and Smarties flavors to rival its competitor. The uh, new treat consists of vanilla ice cream blended with uh, sugary topping that resemble a McFlurry. There's a, a picture on Bone yeah. TV. Uh, but for right now, it's only available in Canada. I don't like that. Come on, yeah. USA. I gotta, Come on. I gotta tell you, they should have kept that Hershey's pie and you know, oh yeah, made something with that. That used to be the best fast food dessert on the planet. Percent agree. Yeah, yeah. Hershey's pie. It was yeah, so it was, good. Yeah, it was Hershey's pie. It was like a cookie Oreo crust, basically. Yeah, and then it had like you know filling and then some chocolate. Is that McDonald's? Cookie. No, no, that was BK. Burger King. Oh, yeah, BK will do. That. They'll they'll have yeah. stuff and then they'll take it away. Like they had cheesy tots. Yeah, which I don't think they have those what? anymore. Yeah, they have cheesy tots. Yeah, oh. the Hershey pie came in the little cardboard yep. box. Oh. Uh, it was so good. And they good. even they had a Reese's one. Yeah, it like, was good. Oh. Yeah. They said the uh, box was actually healthier than the pie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the you best thing, to eat the box? <laughs> best thing Burger King ever came up with, ever. BK. 
have it your way. Oh, my God. That's the catchiest song oh, ever. I thought, I thought you were going to say the chicken fries. If you got the chicken fries and the Hershey's pie and did a little dip dip. You can transfer your fecal matter. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. That will get you moving. Uh, old school BK chicken sandwich. I know. It's the best. Number six. It really, it really yeah. is delicious. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, Alpha Media's Portland area pop station, Live 95.5, became a little less live this week. On Tuesday, the radio broadcaster debuted an AI version of one of their uh, uh, jocks there, Ashley Elzinga, Mm. the midday host. Uh, It was entirely powered by artificial intelligence with a product called Radio GPT. This is not good news for... Uh, liner jocks, like Hot people jocks. are doing it, mm-hmm. you know, where they're like, uh, it's 88 degrees. Yeah. We've got tickets to give away for this. And right now, here's Ed Sheeran or whoever. <laughs> uh, but Alpha Media says they launched the AI Ashley marks the first time any radio broadcaster in the world has been replaced a, uh, where they replaced a human DJ with a robot. Uh, she, at- a, she already filed an HR complaint. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley seems happy that she's being replaced. Uh, here's a little bit of video and audio. Take a listen. Here we go. Today, I go from just Ashley to AI Ashley on Live 95.5. So let's see how close the AI sounds to me. So that's her. Here's the AI. Today, I go from just Ashley to AI Ashley on Live 95.5. Let's see how close the AI sounds to me. Wow. Isn't that wild? That's her. <laughs> yeah. That's but it just crazy. has a yeah. it just has a bit of a different inflection yeah. to the voice, yeah. but it sounds just like her and stuff. And she's laughing about bye it. Bye, Ashley. I mean, yeah. they, they already voice track. I don't know whether people know this or not, but you can hear. You know, let's say Geo is on ninety uh, seven X here, and then they they have another ninety seven X type station in Jacksonville. Yep. Well, they just have Geo do that as well, and he's on a few different stations. So they save the money of uh, hiring, you know, five different people. They just have Geo do the five different markets. Well, now with this radio GPT, you can just have that. And then you don't even need the person anymore. No, I saw this video and it blows my mind how happy this chick is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. She like has you just no lost idea. a job. Yeah. You're about to be replaced, dummy. Yeah. Yeah. is Like you worthless yeah. at this point. Yeah. Numerous yeah. jobs. Because once you sign that paper that says they own your likeness, they can go back, take old shows, take but, old voices. Yeah. And we don't get a whole bank on Ashley. Yeah. Well, yeah. Remember, they did the Joe Rogan podcast, yeah. like a half-hour yeah. podcast, and you could hardly tell it yeah. wasn't him. Like, it's, you should not be excited no. about this at all. Yeah, I mean, we're saying it because, you know, for jocks that are on, like, hot stations and that type of stuff. But eventually, it's gonna they'll be able to do the talk stuff, and they'll be able to learn your personality yeah. and know that you would interject here yeah. with this yeah. and say this joke or do something. Or, yeah, it's And they'll crazy. know every single news story yeah. Yeah. and yeah. all the information. Yeah, so. oh, they'll have all the facts. Oh, right. Totally. We're, so, like, <laughs> we're like, I don't know, the guy's uh, name was Barry or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's uh, first with news. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait till about a year, six months from now, when Ashley here loses her it's job. Ashley. And, Ashley. Yeah, and when she gets fired and she's uh, on social media talking about how she doesn't have a job anymore yeah. because she's been replaced by the AI. I thought it was so funny and I made a yeah. video and I went viral and I was like, this is the future and then yeah. they fired me. Yeah, but, see, next, but now that she put it out and she's the first one, she'll be the first one like with a lawsuit, but also like she's recognized for right. this. You know well, what I mean? So she can make, so she'll be able to carry this over if she's smart. But Dummy doesn't realize they don't need her voice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, uh, well, you need any voice in between yeah. 
songs. Uh, like, if you're listening to music radio, do you need anybody to be like, uh, take 31? Yeah. Well, I, didn't they, don't they do studies where they show that people like the, yes. Yes. right? Like, they like to think. Yeah, but they like, like to think human. that somebody's on the other line. Yeah, the that's AI will make you think that. Yeah, we're done, Yeah, but man. if you call in and stuff like that, I feel uh, like, well, you'll just lose that no, personality. Yeah, but people do for cares. tickets that's and stuff no, like that. Yeah, they care. bank those phone calls yep. and then they play yeah, them all, all over the place. But also, Carmen, they'll be able to interact with you they'll be like yeah. yeah they'll be like hot 95 who's this who's bill hi bill uh-huh. congratulations you won tickets oh that's awesome tell you tell us who's giving you tickets bill and then uh-huh. and then oh, yeah. Yeah. Eventually, eventually but we still have like those scam callers the robot callers yeah. that aren't perfected yet i'm just saying when you uh-huh. pick it up and they're like hi this is jill from you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you not still per- know. Yeah, but you say not perfected, but then you read the stories where scam callers, oh, the yeah. robo AI callers are getting millions of dollars out of people because <laughs> they sound so real. I don't know, man. Have you listened to some of those yeah, calls? They yeah. do sound real, but I'm not giving anybody money over the phone. I always, it's, it's your son people. calling you? Oh, oh, I know what you mean now. Though. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you meant the robocalls. No. Yeah, where they, 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 they deep fake your voice. Yeah, yeah, sure. I love whenever they call and they have the thing and they go, hello, we're calling from blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then uh, you hear them pick up afterwards and I go, Hello, what are you doing? <laughs> Do you need my credit card number? Uh, I like to say, how is your day going today? And I'm, oh, explosive diarrhea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how my is favorite, your day going away? <laughs> my favorite is a fake laugh. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hi. Uh, what is his name? Uh, oh, what is his name that does the uh, does the really good Bill Maher and does all the different ones? Yeah, the comedian. Guy. Oh, what is know. his name? Uh, he does a bit about that where he goes, hmm, let me think about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> and he goes, oh, you're not thinking about it. Uh, Kyle Dunnigan. Yeah, yeah, that's who it is. Kyle Dunnigan. Very funny. Uh, listen to this. This is pretty crazy. A witness says that Treat Williams went flying through the air oh. when the motorcycle hit a car, uh, but he was alert in talking to paramedics before he died. Mm. Is this bad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, uh, do you know that Treat Williams was in Empire Strikes Back? I did. What? I Did you before he died? Like, no. you, I just read it recently. Well, I By really, the way, I don't like the way you said that. What? Say the name of the movie? Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, why are you putting uh, the inflection? Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I, yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back? You're right. I, it was like a question. Empire yeah. Strikes Back? <laughs> yeah, he was in, he was in Star Empire Strikes Back. Star Wars, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. You're right. I don't know. That's weird. I believe yeah. he's in Return of the Jedi as well. Wow. He's like a background character. I did not see that. Yeah, Return so, of the Jedi? <laughs> evidently, he showed up on the set of Empire Strikes Back, and uh, they, they put him in there in yeah. a scene, and him and Mark uh, Hamill were very close. I saw Mark Hamill tweet about it. That's how I knew about yeah. it. Right. I saw wow. a video of Mark Hamill when he was young. It must have been just after Star Wars, and he had a mustache. And he was like talking, and he goes, "I just don't, I don't want to play Luke Skywalker again." And I'm like, <laughs> "Bad news, buddy. <laughs> Bad news." Uh, so Demi Lovato, who uh, over the years has really fallen <laughs> off, man. Like she's listen, yeah. she is a great singer. She's, she's gorgeous, a great too. singer. She was gorgeous. Yeah, I think yeah. she's gorgeous. What does she know? Well, I haven't seen her recently. She's cut. chubby and she cut her hair. But she was short. even chubby. She was still pretty hot. But let me see what you got. I don't but know. She cut her hair short. Well, anyways, do you remember she was calling herself uh, they them? Yes. Yeah. Well, not anymore. She is back to she her. Oh. Uh, do you know why? Yeah. 
No. What would you think? Why She's did you... dating a man now. Ah, that could be a good reason. That's not it. Any other? I saw the story. Uh, she says it was exhausting having yeah. to educate people and explain why she was only using the non-binary pronouns, yeah. they, them. Yeah. I feel like you call me. You can call me she if you want to. I couldn't care less. Yeah. I'm still going to bang whoever I want. But here's the thing. Joe Rogan made a good point about this. He goes, I don't care what you call yourself. He goes, but they, them is too confusing because it's already been established. They, them is a group of people. Yeah. Right. And they said for her, they were like, uh, they have an album coming out. I'm like, who's she doing the album? Right. But exactly. that was very weird. It's confusing. I bet every every interview, interview she does, that's the oh, sure. that's what they want to talk about. Topic of conversation. That's why she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. Yeah. Uh, Lady Gaga. Really haven't seen much from Lady Gaga. I know she's going to be in the new Joker movie, but, uh, you know, she had, I got to tell you, that song that she had in uh, Top Gun Maverick it was so was, good. Oh, it was terrible. I thought it was good. It was terrible. I love Lady because Gaga. Because it was Lady literally Gaga. like, uh, Lady Gaga, you got the song done? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> hold my hand. Hold my hand. Come you, on. You're going to ruin it for and me, hold man. my hand. <laughs> She's fantastic. She's got a lot of great songs. That one's garbage. Anyways, Lady Gaga is the new spokesperson for the migraine medication, Nurtac ODT. I did see those commercials. Her fans are upset about it. What? Oh, no. Uh, many are accusing her of selling out, and some are upset that she's posting ads for the medication, but hasn't said a thing about Pride Month. Oh, oh man. Yeah, how dare you, Lady what Gaga. A bitch. Does this hold my hand? Yeah. Hold my hand. <laughs> Damn it, Galvin. Okay. <laughs> I heard from the heavens that clouds have been gray. Pull me close. Uh, so listen, listen to the chorus. It's literally just I'll going, hold my hand, hold my hand. So bad. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Oh, this. this is so mm -hmm. good. We got Migs on the horizon. Time to scramble. Scramble the jets. I bet I've watched Top Gun Maverick oh, 80 I'm, times. I'm watching yeah. it right what? now. Yeah. 90 times, maybe. It's so good. Uh, it I, is so good. It I, is. I just hope to have one moment in my life where they where somebody says to me, I'm going to leave you here now, and you do what you have to do, and they walk away. And they show a hallway, and the next thing I come around the hallway, just come walking right around the corner. Slow motion. Slow motion. Yeah. Yeah. Helmet under uh, your... Yeah. Turn right there on the turn. I was hoping you were going to choose Great Balls of Fire instead of this one, but this is also yeah, good. Yeah. Take my breath away! Uh, walking down the hall, wondering why this flight suit is so tight. <laughs> Did you hear the story on this? No. This is Miles Teller? Yeah. yeah. Miles Teller said that he knew this scene was coming up in the movie and how pivotal it was, you know, in past, past movie and on. And he didn't know how to play the piano, but learned how to play this song, learned the words, learned how to play the piano, learned how to do it all so that it would come off great because it was a big scene where Maverick sees him and thinks of Goose and all that. And he goes, and uh, it took me months to learn how to play it. Like, I'd, like with my eyes closed, I could do it. And he goes, and then the movie came out. And this is what they use. And you see him there for two seconds and he stands <laughs> up. The movie, you can't even hear it. It's, no, just, yeah. it's a little bit, but right. yeah, it's, it's right. such a split second. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but they did great. The way they do it's great. Yeah. I love that movie. Uh, so if Nate Diaz wants 10 rounds, Jake Paul, 
is more than happy to accept. Uh, Ahead of their August 5th showdown in Dallas, Paul took to social media on Tuesday to reveal that Diaz uh, had asked the fight to be shipped from eight rounds to 10 rounds instead. Paul welcomed the stipulation, uh, which is the first time he's been scheduled for a 10-round fight during his uh, boxing career. So it'll be interesting whether he wants to try and take him in deep water, see whether his uh, cardio is good enough or what. This is going to be weird to watch, but I, I'm happy, and it's win-win for us. We think Nate Diaz is going to kill him because we love Nate Diaz. would be great. But uh, if Jake Paul wins, I'm not going to be mad at that either. I'm like, I can't believe you beat Nate Diaz. It's just going to be another of a weird turn of events for the Paul brothers. It'll be good. It'll be interesting to see. Nate Diaz is retired from UFC or no? no. Well, he's not with the UFC. He's not necessarily retired yeah. from MMA. No he just has no contract with UFC anymore. Okay. Yeah. So will this be like the first actual fighter Jake Paul is fighting? No. No, he's fought before because, I mean, he fought Woodley, who was a yeah. champion yeah. in the UFC. And Nate Diaz actually an, an older fighter at this point. Yeah. 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 And, yeah even uh, though Anderson he's, what, 30-something? He fought yeah. Anderson Silva, who yeah, was, that was, you know, crazy. But one of the best UFC fighters of all time. Yeah. So... We'll see. I can't it'll anybody be... knock Jake Paul out. <laughs> it'll be interesting. Well, Why? Tommy, Tommy Fury beat him. Yeah, you know, uh, didn't knock him out though. Yeah, you want somebody to go out there and just go, wham, yes! just done and go. Yes! Yeah, that's yeah. what I want. So badly, yeah. yeah, so badly I want. That. I bet Stallone would fight Jake Paul. <laughs> I don't know. That's hey, I'll put the shorts on one more time. <laughs> you know what you say afterwards though? Ain't gonna be no rematch. <laughs> Uh, very excited about this. I texted Geo yesterday. Yes. It's on a Sunday, but uh, still very good. Hate Breed with the band Terror is going to be. Uh, they're going to be at the Orpheum on Sunday, Ooh. September twenty. Orpheum, that's yeah. Good. yeah, I'm in one hundred percent. Are you really? Oh man, I'm I'm going to uh, uh, tape knives to my hands and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Uh, I do you, don't know any Hate Breed songs. Uh, I don't know how much you can play. I got to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, uh, you can play. Dest- oh, is that Jamie Johnson? Yeah, yeah. play. Oh, okay. uh, you can play "Destroy Everything" probably. Okay. Uh, because if you play the other one, which is weird because I uh, I know Jamie a little bit, but I don't know the music. Oh, it's great. No, it's too much. No, it's heavy, man. Oh, what? Oh, it's not to, yeah. I don't know. I'm just afraid they're going to... I'm telling you, he's not... Too early. It's too early. Destroy everything. Destroy everything. Destroy everything. Destroy everything. I don't like it. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Maybe Jamie Joster will bring Garfunkel out. Yeah. I've come to talk Dude, with did you, you hear Disturbed do this? Yeah. Oh, garbage. I thought it was a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's what they do. They I, just take I, other songs and they rock it out a little. But I was like, is this like <laughs> somebody joking like Disturbed <laughs> did Simon and Garfunkel? It's ridiculous. For whatever, people love that crap. I don't it understand that. horrible. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand that at all. This is the one they did the uh, Genesis song, right? Yeah. This guy got mad at me. I interviewed him. I asked him how long until he do the studio. <laughs> and he was not happy. I don't like Disturbed. I never have. No. Like you know who would be good at this? You know who would be good? Uh, Pete Steele. What was that band? Uh, uh, oh, come on. Why do I want to say zero? Something no, zero, but yeah. it's not. P. 
Pete Stillwitzing is Nader. way better. Typo yeah. Nader. Yeah. If, if I was Corey Cardinal, I'd cut my arm off. Because it's his favorite band? He's got it. Dis- Big Disturbed, yeah. yeah. He likes it. Is he really? Yeah. That's funny. Did Diesel? Is that you? His family. The Dirt Rockers love this. Oh, 100%. 100%. Oh, it's all hollow. I would rather hear him sing that. I think it'd be better. I bet he had a big piece. A piece? Yeah, I saw it. Oh, did you? Yeah, he was in Playgirl. Oh, that's right. That's right, yeah. Oh, wow. Romantic. He was what, like six seven, six nine, something God like that. Uh, He's a big dude. I was standing outside of CBGB one time for a music we were at a music conference, and Brad Harden, my old boss, said, "Just uh, beat I hate that guy." And I go, "You want me to go beat him up?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'll give you a hundred bucks." And I was like, "All right." <laughs> and I looked at him, and I was like, ah, "I don't know. This doesn't seem like it's going to be a winning battle for me." He is a monster. He was just six eight, six eight, yeah. all muscle, long hair, dead. Yep. yep. He's dead? Yeah, yeah died back in uh, 2010. Oh, that's oh, sad. Man. Drugs? Last words. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was drugs. No? No, I think he had a heart problem. Yeah, it's still he probably dead. had a uh, large heart. The yeah. problem was, could not get blood. He was typo negative. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Save it for uh, Friday. Uh, Season I'm out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So he uh, developed heart problems. Uh, and liver problems. Never had a stroke. I never had a heart attack. But as Mark Twain put it, blah, blah, blah. blah. Oh, that was, I guess, when uh, he said he was dead, yeah, but he really wasn't, wasn't dead. Oh. Uh, he died of sepsis oh, caused damn. by diverticulitis. Oh. The yeah. diverticulitis took him yeah. out. 48 he, years old. Should have prunes. No, uh, he was probably. pooping too much. He's got too much. No. transplant. Too much. He got too much plaque in your small intestine, man. Hello, it's not good. in my intestine. <laughs> my blood is type of negative. <laughs> <laughs> uh, survey uh, asked survey people. Survey says. <laughs> what do you consider the most satisfying food sound? Is it Steve Vern, Steve Byrne with the uh, mac and cheese? Oh, oh, that grosses me out. Is it it, uh, crunchy lettuce? Kind of, yeah. Uh, No, what do you think about satisfying food sounds? Eating an apple. Eating an apple. Yeah. Uh, Crisp apple, Joe, comes in at, uh, let's see. Uh, where was I? I thought I saw it up top. That's your new thing, Chris Apple Joe. Chris Apple Joe. Chris <laughs> Apple Joe. I love apples. Uh, I know it keeps you. Keeps you. What you number seven comes yeah. into number seven on All this right. list. Joe. Well, fiber. <laughs> Find into that mm-hmm. celery. Uh, celery. A uh, nice uh, crunching into the celery. Uh, let's see. That is uh, not on the list. Ooh, oh, the, the sizzle of meat in a bacon. pan. Oh, fajitas. Yeah, bacon. You and your best friend did it together. You yeah. guys did it together. That's right. Bacon. Thank you. Sizzling in the pan. <laughs> yeah. Number one. Yeah. That's the number one. Yeah. They say that's we're, the best sound. We're yeah. a good team. Just yeah. the, the squishy sound of eating a Big Mac in your car. That, <laughs> there? Hiding it from your family. Crying is what I was yeah. the sound of tears. <laughs> that didn't make the list? Uh, no, <laughs> some of the other ones. Uh, stir frying vegetables. Uh, potato chips. Ooh, <laughs> you know, yeah. wrestling the bag. Uh, popping popcorn. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, we had the uh, first bite of an apple, uh, French fries frying, the uh, snap of a chocolate bar, yeah. uh, butter being spread on toast. I don't know about that. A steak, yeah. a steak sizzling in a pan. Yeah, that's pretty and, good. And uh, slicing like a nice crusty loaf of bread. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But number one, bacon. Yeah. Number one's bacon for sure. And also the best smell. It's so good. So good. Smells fantastic. Uh, that is it for news. My wife, we don't eat a lot of breakfast in this house, and if we do, it's usually something like a yogurt or a cereal. But whenever we have sleepovers and the kids have people sleep over, my wife 
turned into Holly Homemaker, and which is great for me because I'll be sleeping late on a Saturday, and all of a sudden the smell of bacon will wake me up. And I go, we must be having a sleepover. Okay, you know, some waffles. You, know. oh, you don't want yeah. those kids going home and be like, they didn't even make those breakfast. <laughs> home fries. Yeah. All right, good. So Thank good. you, Galvin. You got it. That's it. We must uh, take a break. We must give some uh, commercials out and pay for stuff. And then when we come back, we are going to play our interview with Lance Armstrong. Yesterday, Lance Armstrong called us at nearly 10 o'clock on the program to talk about his show that he is on with Captain Kirk, William Shatner, stars on Mars. And I've not watched one second of the show, but I am uh, I, I am intrigued by Lance Armstrong for so many reasons. Uh, of course, the whole scandal and all that, but all the uh, amount of endurance his body has been through and what his life is like now. I mean, clearly, people don't care. He's on a TV show and he's out here doing promotions. So uh, he joined us yesterday on the program. It was very late. So I'm going to replay that when we come back so you'll get to hear it. And then we've got more Caltech comedy tickets and some other stuff to give away before we get out of here today. It's the Mike Caltech Show. This is 1025 The Bone. You're listening to the Mike Caltech Show on 102.5 The Bone. And now, another bone traffic update from the Safe Touch Security.